We'll do a review in Lekutis Sichas in Chelik Tezvav, in volume 15, the fourth Sicha for the Parshas Vayigash. Zarashi Sicha, which the Rebbe explains what it means that the Yidden war in the land of Goshen, which is in the land of Mitzrayim. The Rebbe goes through later on, first in Pshat, but then in Pnimius or in Yonim, to explain that Goshen had a, a special uh, connection with the Jewish people. They inherited, they lived there. It came from Sora as a gift from Pare, and yet this all is still considered the Eretz Loi Lahem, a lotion of Gerus, as the Rebbe will explain in details in the Sicha, in the Primis in Yonim, and we'll go step by step. Aleph, Vayigash Dalet Aleph. So, if the Verter Vayei Ocha Zubo, so this talks about after uh, Yosef became the, basically, all in charge and fed everybody and the family was reunited, and the Yidden lived there, and it says, that Vayeshev Yisrael Beretz Mitzrayim, they lived there, and they Ochazubo. What exactly does Vayeshev mean? They held on to it. In Letzten Parshim, the Verte Vayeshev in Letzten Posik von Unzer Parsha, that's the last verse of the Parsha Vayigash. The Pesach says, Vayeshev Yisrael Beretz Mitzrayim. So Israel, the Jewish people, lived in the land of Egypt. We're in the land of Egypt. Beretz Goshen, in the land of Goshen. Then it says, Vayeochazubo, Vayifru Vayirbu Moed. And they held on to it. I'm touching it now, we'll see in a minute. And they were fruitful and they multiplied very much. That's the end of the verse. That took place in the land of Goshen, the land of Mitzrayim. What does Vayei Ocha Zubo mean? Zainafaran Tzvei Pirushim. There's two interpretations. Either, as Rashi says, it comes that it's an inheritance. Vayei Ocha Zubo. They inherited, it became their Nachala. Or the other, the other extreme, just the opposite, they were held onto it forcefully by the land against their will. Either Rashi, Aleph, that Pirush from Vayeochazu loitum pshat from Posik. The meaning of Vayeochazu, according to the simple meaning of the verse, Virashi Taich, Rashi says, Loshin Achuza, it's an holding on, it belongs like a inheritance or held on uh, belongs to them, language of an achuza. And number base, the second we have in the medrash, the pirush for medrash. The medrash says, it's not that they inherited the land, but rather the land was holding on to them. The land was holding on to them. It would grab them. Ochaz or Ochuzba, as a person who is forcefully held on, the land held on to them forcefully. Thus, haste, this means, as Vaya Ochazu is from Loshen Achiza Halton. 
Lotion comes from the language of holding on to. Either inheritance, achuzo, or held on, oiches Now, Rashi learns it's not like the Medrash that it's against their will because this is a introduction that they multiplied and they were fruitful. So the Pasuk is trying to say something that they were comfortable not to say it was against their will. So in Pshat, the Rebbe will explain. The Hechrech in Pshat to the Shlila from Pirush Loshin Achiza. The Rashi is the force, the proof, and what we're forced is simply to reject that Achazubo means to hold on to it, they were hold on forcefully. Because from Hemshech Aposik is from the flow. The continuation of the verse. It says, Vayeshev Goimer. And then the Posik says, they sat there, Vayeshev Then it says, Vayeshev Goimer. And they multiplied. So, Ismashma. So, it, and it seems, it appears, it's understood, as Midiverter Vayeshev With the word Vayeshev main the Torah to unterstreichen. The Torah means to emphasize them oifon von zeyer bazetzen sich in Eretz Goishen, the way they settled in the land of Goishen. As it is given, azah, it was in such a way they settled. It brought about vayifru vayirbu. They settled in such a way. Azah was gebracht. It was in a way that brought about they were fruitful and they increased very much. So we are not able in the path of simple meaning of the Pasuk to learn as the interpretation of the Medrash. That they settled there sort of against their will. That doesn't lead up to being fruitful and multiplying there. That does not lead to being fruitful. But there's another way Rashi wants to, the Rebbe wants to, maybe we should try holding on, but maybe we should say that they're holding on to the land, but we still touch the word Ochaz from language holding on, not of inheritance. So the Rebbe adds over here. We also cannot translate. That comes from the language of holding on. As they held her the land, the Eden were holding the land. It would still mean. Holding, but it means they were holding her. Durch ihr by settling it, they were holding on to it because the vowels do not fit. it should say they held on to here, not They were held on by. We need with the aleph under the aleph. Aleph mit Akomets, as they zayin durch ihr gehalten gewon, they were held by her. So that tells us, like the Medrash says, that they were held. But since 
we can't say that they were held by the land because that doesn't fit with Vayifru Vayirbu. So therefore we're saying Achuza and Aloshan that they inherited the land. Okay. So it turns out that these two Peshatim, these two interpretations are opposite, totally contradictory. The Vayoychazubo in Pshat means that they inherited, it was a positive, and the Vayoychazu Bo in the Medrash is a negative. Two interpretations of the same world should have a connection between them, as the Rebbe said many times. Shefil Mor Giret already spoken many times, as if there is more, several commentaries of our sages of blessed memory, if them zelbum vort, on the same word, or the inyan, or subject, it does not mean that they are totally disagreement amongst themselves, nor other on the contrary. Since they are interpretation of the same word, they're both interpreting the same word. When we have several interpretations, we must say, they have a certain connection amongst themselves. So what are we going to do about these two Purushim by us? But the two above mentioned Interpretations, zaynen lichayre, they appear need bloys, need shayich tzvishin zich. Not only are they not connected amongst themselves, no nochmer, but more than that, heipergdik, they are opposite in toichen einer von zweiten. The idea of these two commentaries are just opposite one from another. Loit and pshat von posik, according to this simple meaning. Of the verse, Zainen diverter vayeochazubo madgish. The words vayeochazubo they emphasize as the hisyashvus from bnei Yisroel in Eretz Goshen, that the settling of the bnei Yisroel land of Goshen is given in an oifun. It was in a way was his given zayer land. It became their land, vayeochazubo. It becomes theirs. Zeyerer anachuza. It's their holding on. It's theirs. It belongs to them. It's like their inheritance. Unloitin pirush hamedrash. But according to the translation, interpretation of the medrash, kumtoisha turns out as the hadgosh is nofarkerta. The emphasis is the opposite. The bnei Yisrael zayne neches givorn from Eretz Mitzrayim bal korchom. They were being held by the land of Egypt against their will. Base. So the Rebbe first explains the first Rashi in this Posig. The Posig of Vayeshev, Yisrael Beretz Mitzrayim, the Rashi seems to be difficult. And the Rebbe is going to explain the Rashi. But the Rebbe move on will understood that this after explaining the Friedrichen Dibur from Pirush Rashi, the previous uh, commentary of Rashi, 
on the beginning of the verse. Which is the introduction to that they inherited in it in the land of Goisha. Rashi places himself on the words of the Posik. It says, Yisrael Yisrael, the Yidden settled in the land of Egypt. So Rashi quotes, and he explains, and we're in Eretz Mitzrayim, in the land of Goshen. The Postic says, Rashi adds, and he says, we're in Eretz Mitzrayim, Shehim Eretz Mitzrayim, that is from the land of Egypt. Before Shem Zogun, so what is Rashi telling us here? As Rashi Kumbavon and Deshaila, when Rashi is coming to uh, answer the question that will arise from Loshin Be'eretz Mitzrayim, Be'eretz Goshen, the language in the Posseg, in the land of Mitzrayim, in the land of Goshen, is Masmai would appear as a Zainat Tzvei Bazundere Arotzis, that these are two separate lands. The river Zokt Rashi, so Rashi therefore says, the Heichon Be'eretz Goshen, and we're in Mitzrayim in the land of Goshen. See, is ki ilu in Posik state. It's as if in the Posik, instead of just saying Beretz Mitzrayim, Beretz Goshen, as if it's written Beretz Mitzrayim in the land of Egypt, Vehechon, and we're in Eretz, Beretz Goshen, land of Goshen. Rashi is sort of inserting the extra word. But in that case, the Rebbe said, if that's all what Rashi is coming to tell us, so is over it moving? It's not understood. First of all, okay, you want to add the word Vehechon. Why does Rashi have to add she merits Mitzrayim? We know that. After Rashi says Vehechon, Beretz Goshen, why does Rashi have to say she merits Mitzrayim? That Goshen is from the land of Egypt. That's understood from the continuation. Beretz Mitzrayim, Vehechon, Beretz Goshen. That is. Where so that is Beretz Mitzrayim, Beretz Mitzrayim, Beichon Beretz Goishen, in Beretz Goishen. So we know we don't have to add now Sheretz Mitzrayim. And actually, the same question is in the pasuk. Why does the pasuk have to say Beretz Mitzrayim and then say Goishen? It could have just said Goishen. Al derev zekem efreg in pasuk ufa. Similar, you can ask to this on the pasuk itself. Why does it have to say in the land of Egypt? And then you have to interpret it. That it is Beretz Goshen. As is Genug Beretz Goshen. Just say Beretz Goshen. We know that it's in Eretz Mitzrayim. It's already says in the portion. As Eretz Goshen is a tale from Eretz Mitzrayim. That Eretz Goshen is a part of the land of Egypt, as we learn it easier in the, in the Psukim over there, that where he settled them was in the land of Mitzrayim, in the land of Goshen. And further, number three, Rashi is only trying to explain as the Meforshim explained, 
Why does the Pasik say Beretz Mitzrayim, Beretz Goshen, or that it means Heichem, Beretz Goshen? Pavosis are mighty. That's all Rashi is coming to tell us. Pavosis are mighty from Pasik Eich Deverter by Yeshiv Yisrael. So how come he also quotes from the verse, the words, by Yeshiv Yisrael? He's not interpreting. He's only interpreting the meaning of Beretz Mitzrayim and Beretz Goshen. So, the Rebbe will explain, because the issue that we have over here, uh, sitting in Eretz Goshen, seems to be that the Yin settled over there. And that would not be considered, as the Pasik told earlier to Avram, that they will be uh, a stranger, Eretz Loilohem. Seemed like they settled down in Mitzrayim very well. The Rebbe explains, it says, it was still Beretz Mitzrayim, and even though they were Beretz Goyshet, Shehim Eretz Mitzrayim, Beichem Beretz Goyshet, Shehim Eretz Mitzrayim, that is, it's still Mitzrayim, it's Lelohem. And let's see what the Rebbe explains. Gimel. That beyond in them, the explanation of this, Rashi is the Oisun Subavodanen, Rashi is intended here to answer the stira on the theme, the idea of this verse from something which we learned earlier. By by the covenant amongst the pieces. How the Avram told to Avram, that your seed will be a stranger in a land that is not theirs. And then they will go out. Thus haste. That means, as Eider the Bnei Yisroel will gain can Eretz Yisroel, that prior to the Bnei Yisroel going to the land of Eretz Yisroel to Israel, they first will need to go through and suffer through the exile, by being a stranger, in a strange land, a land that is not theirs. So Rashi has a problem. This is what says previous the Pasuk. How could we say, possibly say, as Bnei Yisrael, they suffered this exile by going into Egypt, by finding themselves in Egypt. As we see, at the time we see in this verse, that they settled there. settling comes from the notion of a settled which would be the opposite of a stranger. They settled there. Under Tsunach, and where did they settle? We know in Eretz Goshen. They were in the land of Goshen. given That was, as the Pasik says earlier, that was the best of the land. And how did they settle there? So they were in settled. They were in Mitzrayim. They were in Eretz Goshen, which was the best of the land. And how? In what way did they settle? From they inherited. They were 
lived there. It became their inheritance. So the question is, how is this fit to be that's why Rashi is also quoting from the verse Israel settled there because the difficulty in this Posik is in the way that the Yidin settled in Eretz Goshen by Yeshev is Rashi's problem why did they settle there? If it would say by Yogar, it wouldn't be a problem, but it says by Yeshev. This question is answered by the Posik, which is articulated as Rashi articulates, explains what the Posik is hearing. By the Posik adding the words, and Rashi writes, Shehi Meretz Mitzrayim. That is Eretz Mitzrayim. Soif, soif, because at the end of the day, is Oich Eretz Goishen Achelik from Eretz Mitzrayim. The land of Goishen still, notwithstanding all of the being settled there, it's still part of the land of Mitzrayim. And therefore, Unit Eretz Kenan. It is not the land of Kenan. Underfar Ver Zeir Barsetzen Zich and Eretz Goishen. And that's why when they settled in the land of Goshen, Farechon Tal's Golos, it's considered as exile. Because the fact alone that they're not in the land of Canaan, maybe they're Yachzubo, maybe Vayesha, but they're still not in Canaan. Zeir Eretz, which is their land, they are a stranger. They're not in their land. Notwithstanding that if within Eretz Goshen, they settled, but it's still Lohem, and that's why the Posik and Rashi say Eretz Mitzrayim, Shem Eretz Mitzrayim, to emphasize this idea. However, this explanation explains on the simple meaning why they were still Lohem, but in the end of the day, uh, in the inner matter of things, the Rebbe continues the Sicha to explain, but on the practical side of it, in the inner, they did settle in the land of Goshen. Let it be Let's look inside. Dalit. As is it's still not smooth. At least the way it's in the inner things. See, is your dua. It is known as the Kavone Fungolus Mitzrayim is given that the intent of the exile of Egypt was. As Eden Zolun Dort Oisgeleitet Vern in Zain Roitz Kabulosatoido. That why did they go to Golos Mitzrayim? It was in order for them to be refined, to purify, so that they should be fit to receiving the Torah. Unarain Kumen, the Noch in Eretz Yisrael, and then they can enter Eretz Yisrael. So, question is how? Therefore, how did it accomplish How did this intend the lighterungen, the refinement from Golus, on Shibud Mitzrayim and the slavery of Egypt through the Inyan from Vayeshev Yisrael through Yidden sitting in Goshen? 
And the Kasha wird noch stärker. The question becomes even stronger. Leut wie der Inyan von Vayei Ochazubo wird mevuer in Chelik Adrash Shabbatoyra how the Vayei is explained in the section of the Drash of the Torah, which we will see that it was um, a pretty, um, pretty settled way and to a certain extent that actually Eretz Yisrael, like Eretz Goshen, belonged to um, um, the Jewish people. Some say even according to the Radak that eventually they inherited it. So it all seems like Goshen was a pretty good place uh, for them. The Rebbe explains that we also have Golus in the Sikhahs, in the Hemshech, in a Ruchnizdika way, in a more spiritual way, and the refinement comes in Torah dis- discussing, as we'll see. But right now, the Rebbe's question is... Um, how could Eretz Goshen serve as the place in which they were refined because of the suffering? It doesn't seem like it was suffering. And besides the point the Rebbe brings down, Eretz Goshen uh, had a very specific relationship. From them was stated in Posting by Yehochazubo, Loshnachuza. It says that they inherited. It's like, seems like it was an inheritance for them. Then it should be, as Eretz Goshen is given, that it was, that should remain, it should be a inheritance. It should be something that belongs, held on by the Yidden. That's totally not understood. How could we possibly say about a section of the land of Egypt that this is holding on and this is an inheritance? The land of Canaan is an inheritance. The Postic says to give to you the Postic says to Avram to give him for an inheritance. Of a Nitaris Mitzrayim, not the land of Egypt. So how does it say, This is not a question the Rebbe says now in Pshat, because the fact that they lived there for 212 years, that can be called Achuzah, temporary. But in the Primus Inyonim, why would he call that an Achuzah? In Derech HaPshat is a stake can cash in it, in the style that we learn in Pshat, is it's not actually a question. Since the settling of the land of Goshen, that stretched the Gans, aside from Golus Mitzrayim, the entire time of the exile of Mitzrayim, that was for 210 years, as the number, as it says, Redu, communion Redu, 210 years, is massive in Pashto, so in the simple, I mean, it's fitting of them the Losh Nachuza to be held on because they lived there for a long period. But in the style of the expounding of Torah Drush, that emphasizes the Drush, the expounding, and the inner meaning is fortnight Gothic, is not understood. 
And the Rebbe quotes Takanaf from the Radak. He said that he didn't actually inherit it. The Radak in Sefer Yeshua, the Radak in the book of Yeshua, Bereng B'Shem Hadrash, quotes in the name of the Drash, Ados Vosashteidot, what it says there as Yeshua Ta'angenumen, that he conquered Yeshua, as called Eretz HaGoyshin, the entire land of Goyshin. Main Testake, this actually refers to Goyshin Shel Eretz Mitzrayim, that's the Goyshin of the land of Egypt. Vinivlaz Betoich Ore Yisrael, that has been swallowed in, it's absorbed in the lands of Israel. That's why the Posik details it over there sufficient the Shtet Fanachlas Mina Yehuda from the inheritance of the Yehuda. So it means that they were talking inheritance. So Loidem, now now that we know that they didn't actually inherit it, so it's talking inheritance. Loidem Botman Lukhira Kopon Madana Khadrash, according to this, so According to the style of the Rash, you can't masbizayin them loshen by Yehochazubom. It could explain why it says they held on, became inheritance, because it actually became inheritance. As those was Eretz Goishin is givorna Yerusha by Eden, then why did Eretz Goishin become an inheritance by Eden? Is those the far was is nivla givorna because that was been absorbed, swallowed in, betoich Eretz Yisrael in the land of Eden in the month of Yeshua, in the time of Yeshua. So it's not by Yehochazubot then, or give that inheritance then, but later on it happened. But why would the Pasik say now by Yehochazubot for something that's going to happen so many years later? It's difficult to interpret it this way too. Because how does it really fit to say, as in the Tzayk from the Pasik, that in the time when the Pasik says, so the settling then in the land of Goshen, why would we call that a Chuzah, holding on to a Yerusha? Therefore, because was with hundreds of with hundreds of years later on, but that is Goshen the land of Goshen is going to be absorbed through Chibush Yeshua when Yeshua conquers its vision daughter Yisrael amongst the land of Yidin. So we're not talking about what happened then, but we're talking about what happens hundreds of years later. That really is not fitting. And it's mashma that they inherited then. How could we say about the land of Goshen that they inherited then? But the Rebbe says, because Eretz Goshen, according to the Medrash, was actually given to Sora by Pare when he took her into the palace. And then when he let her go, he gave her a gift, the lands of Goshen. So therefore, it turns out that it was an inheritance. But in that case, if that was an inheritance, so how do we call this Eretz Leilohem? It's a heritance they belong because of Sarah. And there's an explanation that this is actually the suffering in Torah and mitzvahs before we talk about the Leilohem, as the Rebbe will explain. Okay, so the Rebbe said it's hard that this is the beer in them, the explanation. Why is it called Achuza? I state in Medrash, it says in the Medrash, as Pari hot Soren gegeben Eretz Goishen Achuza. That Pari gave to Soren the land of Goishen as an inheritance. Ulefikoch Yoshvi Yisrael Beretz Goishen Shishol Soren Yimeinu. And that's why the Yidin said in the land of Goishen, because that belonged to our mother Soren. Kum Dachoyis, it turns out, as in Nomba Kumen Eretz Goishen, be Yerushif and Sora. 
So it comes out, they did get it as an inheritance from Sarah, and that's why, by But that makes the question even stronger. But with this explanation, the question is even greater. How did the Bnei Yisrael suffer the exile of Egypt by finding themselves in the land of Goshen? Goshen belonged to them as inheritance from Sarah. And therefore, automatically, they weren't a stranger in a land that's not there. They are in their land. And the Rebbe explains in Oisei that in the Torah, the Alter Rebbe says that all these physical uh, problems that you had in the slavery in the land of Mitzrayim can also be interpreted on a spiritual level that in the level of Torah. There's different uh, ways and the different challenges that we have in the land of Torah, the way of Torah. And Itaka turns out that for a certain period of time, the Yidden had their challenges, Loilahem, and the suffering of the Golos in a more spiritual way. Let's see. Hey, but when it's Farshtain, we'll understand that Loidem was as his Mavud in Torah, according to what's explained in the Torah. As the Allah protehavoid of Golos Mitzrayim, all the details of this work of the exile of Egypt that the Pasik articulates. The Pasik says, Bavoido Kosha. First we have Bavoido, that's the work generally. Then it's Kosha. Difficult. Bechoimer, with mortar. Ubilvenima, with brings Goimer. So it says there's Alim Faran, Oichin, Ruchnis, Zikin, Zin. They also exist in the spiritual sense. Not the physical, but in the spiritual sense. In Eisek HaToyrev, one learns Torah. We are stated in Zoyar, as brought down in the Zoyar, that Ba'avoyda, as it states in the Zoyar, Ba'avoyda, Kosho, work hard labor. Zukushya, that represents questions that in Torah learning, the challenges, the questioning, questions, Bechoymer, Do Kalvachoymer, this is the Kalva Choymer. Uh, the foratory, that's hinted in the Choymer. Ubilvenim, the Libun Hilchasochu, that is the whitening of the Halacha, Lavon, Libun Hilchasochu. And the Rebbe explained, on Bishasayid Tut, on Horvet, in the Ravayda Kosha from Torah, when a Yid does and puts an effort in the difficult, laborious work of Torah. Kumt er op der mit, that how he already accomplishes, it suffices that the avoid the kosher from Golos Mitzrayim, that he does not, that's sufficient, and he does not have to experience the actual hard labor of exile of Egypt. And he needs not do that physically. His spiritual effort and spiritual difficult challenges in Torah makes up so that he doesn't have to suffer further in physically. As the Mishnah reverends down the brackets, with the Mishnah Zokt, as the Mishnah says, Kol HaMekabel love oil Torah. Anyone who accepts upon themselves 
the yoke of Torah. It doesn't say Kabbal of Torah, specifically the yoke of Torah. Because the dig in them is the emphasis and the specific language is the is oil Torah. He accepts the yoke of Torah. And is Evzich Mekabel Dem Yoch. He accepts upon himself that yoke. The Avoid Kosha Chulu Hanal Bezoyer. That hard work, as mentioned earlier in the Zoyer, from Torah, is Mavirim Imenu El Malchus Oil Derecheret. So you remove from him the yoke of the government and the yoke of work. Meaning, by you can substitute the hard by working hard in Torah to take away the hard work that the government and the uh, regular uh, lifestyle requires, you fulfill it by the fact that you worked hard in Torah. Similar to that, we can explain in our case as well. Also while they were in the land of Goshen. Zayin and the Bnei Yisrael, Obgi Kumen, the Bnei Yisrael, have made up. They accomplished in the matters from the Mgolus Vishibut Mitzrayim. In the exile and the slavery of Egypt, they made up with for that Golus Mitzayir Yigiyas HaTorah with their effort in Torah. In the Beis HaTalmud, so they had a academy, a home in which they studied. Was Yaakov and Bonov of that Yaakov and Bonov set up. So that is what they fulfilled that suffering. Undos is the, the, the burden, the hardship. Undos is Oich the Remes, and this is also the hint of the Torah in the style of the wine of Torah, the inner meaning, not the Pshat of the Rashi, the beer from Pirish Rashi, that they held on to it. The Golus Mitzrayim in sein erster Tekufa, the exile of Egypt in its first period, when the Eden sich dort, when the Eden sich dort besetzt, when the Jews settled there, by Yeshiv Yisrael, is nit given farbundu mit avoda kosher v'chulu begashmis. That wasn't associated, wasn't tied to hard work physically. Adarab, on the contrary, that multi says given in an oifun. At that time, it was in a situation. That you can sense that this is made of oritz. You can feel this is the best of the land. You didn't feel any uh, difficulty physically. On the contrary, it was a beautiful land. And as if they're there in their inheritance. Everybody knew and recognized that the Jews find themselves in their own land. That they conduct themselves as they wish to. Not being uh, under the dominance of the slavery of Egypt. And how did that slavery of exile express itself? That expressed itself. Only in the hard work of Torah. That's how was the expression of the um, of the Shibut. But in the physical sense, that did not affect them at the time. And that's why uh, it's Vayeshev. And that's why it was really a, a time in which they didn't have any...
So, while the Rebbe explained that the um, fact that the Yidin labored in the Beis Talmud and the substituted for the Aveda Kosher physically, but how could we still call the Rebbe asks the land of Goshen Leilahem when it's an inheritance from Sarah? Well, as for the it still requires explanation. In the end of Eden, the Jews inherited, as the Medrash explained, Eretz Goshen from Sarah. They got it from Sarah by inheritance. How could we still consider it to be exiled? But it's not their land, it is their land. Is the beer in them? The explanation is it's not the same as Eretz Yisrael. It's still Loilahem. They inherited it, but it's not the same. It's not their land that they really have, which is the land of Eretz Yisrael. Is the beer in them? Choch Eretz Goish not Even though land of Goish belonged to the Eden, Mitzad the Yerusha from Sorah because of the inheritance of Sorah, Doch hot Zinit Farmokt in Zich, the Dark the Sakdusha, still it did not uh, own. It did not have in itself Goishan, the darkest Hakadusha, the level, the step of holiness was Eretz Yisroel Hotnezich. Eretz Yisroel, the land of the Eden, has in it. Eretz Asher Goimer, Eina Shemalkecha Bove Goimer. The post says, a land that I, God's eyes are there all the time. That's not Eretz Goishan. Unindem is Bashtanen der Golus, Be'eretz Loilohem. That consisted in what? Exiled, not in their land. In Eretz Goshen. Also, while they were settled in the land of Goshen, it would still. In the Eshter Tukufa, also during the first period in which they did settle there and they had the Torah before it was the uh, hardship, the work, also then it was still considered. It is still Eretz Leilahem, it's not their land. Eden. The Jews were in pain that they are not in a place it's not Eretz Yisrael it doesn't have the qualities it doesn't have that special relationship that a land with God's eyes in there the whole time that itself is what makes it not their land. Not the importance, not the holiness which is fitting to them. And that pain itself that they didn't have what they deserve. That's how they actually fulfilled and the suffering that they took of that made up part of the enslavement and part of the uh, squeeze of the Golus Mitzrayim, even while they were in Goshen, by not being in Eretz Yisrael. And yet, the Rebbe explains in Zion that later on it got even Begashmi is difficult. Zion of Ragam, as that only from their Golus Mitzrayim. Even though the way they started the exile in Egypt is given in an orphan, it wasn't away from Vayoy Chazubokinal that they inherited as above. 
That in its own was already a descent relative to their situation and their step. When they were relative uh, the way they were in Eretz Canaan. And this actually gave allowance, space as that later on they need to actually go through the exile and the slavery of Mitzrayim, literally, in which they were enslaved by the Egyptians. So they started uh, with that form of slavery, with that form of descent of not being in Eretz Yisrael and not being in Eretz Canaan and, and missing out uh, on that level and that caused them their their slavery. Later on, they came to the full slavery, this haste. After the conclusion of this first period, the time that Yosef and all his brother, the whole generation, they died. That started to lacking, be missing the effort in Torah. In base Talmud, Shel Yaakov Abonov. That study of Yaakov Abonov, there were no more these learners over there. And they started to forget that pain of not being in their land because uh, the people the, <coughs> that were learning Torah and <coughs> began to be missing. So then it started the Shibud Mitzrayim, the slavery of Egypt, that literally being in, in the slavery. When the, the post success started the whole goals. Kipshute. Till it appeared. As if on that day they entered Egypt. That's when Yosef dies. It appears as if they did, even though they were there from before. Before there was a different level of Mitzrayim, was the Mitzrayim of Torah, the Shibud of Torah. Now, when Yosef dies, and now it's as if they came then to Mitzrayim. But Numen Fargesen Adoslan Geher Zu Eden. They talk uh, to forgetting. They started forgetting that this is a land that belongs to Eden. Umatong gave him the bitterkeit from Meitzur and Golos, and we started feeling the bitterness of the oppression, the being pressed and being in exile, when there is lacking the uh, level of Torah. And this is what Rashi is out is, in, is, is telling us and emphasizing to us in his commentary. We're Meretz Goshen Shehi Meretz in Mitzrayim. We're in the land of Goshen, which is Meretz Mitzrayim. In Onhev, in the beginning, is the Golus Mitzrayim Take Given, Veheichon in Anoifon Eretz Goshen. In the beginning, it was where 
it was in Eretz Goshen. It started off with Eretz Goshen. Meitavor, it's the best of the land. But on the other hand, it's still from the land of Egypt. Those Gufa was in Eretz Goshen. The fact that they had to settle in the land of Goshen. That already means a descent in the land of Egypt. Eretz Goshen alone is farvandled, given in an Erkston Golus Mitzrayim. The land of Goshen itself turned into the worst exile of Mitzrayim. Shehim Eretz Mitzrayim. It is from the land of Egypt. B'Shas Mot Nit Oizgin Nitz the Meitava Oritz from Eretz Goshen Avedis Hashem. When they did not utilize the best of the land of Eretz Goshen in the service of Hashem. On the contrary, their Vayishman, the becoming fat, quoting the post of Vayishman Yisrael, Vayivot, this becoming the mate of Oretz, giving him, becoming fat, brought to Vayivot, to kicking, is in Eretz Goishin Gufa. So then in the land Goishin of itself, would the Eden home gilep the whole Meshach's man Agolus Kiral, would the Eden live throughout the Golus? The slavery of Egypt came down literally in the Eretz Goshen. Ches, der Eben der Monter in Siv Dalet, Pirush von Vayochazu, Loshen Achuze, that they inherited, as Idnom Giyash in the Eretz Goshen, that they inherited the land of Goshen, is Eich Masim mit Neuftu, from Golus Mitzrayim, also fitting with the exile of Egypt in the inner manner of things, because the Eden were there to inherit the sparks and everything else, what it came down to. So this is an inheritance. And from them is verstandig, and from that, from the inner meaning, we also understand as chotz loitun derechapshat, even though. In the style of the pshat, muz need the loshen at chuzah and halten them toichem from Yerusha. A chuzah does not necessarily need to contain the meaning that it was an inheritance in the sense inheriting it is just holding on. As inom giyarshin that it's goishin that they inherited the land of goishin, like we said from Sorab, it doesn't need to say so in the pshat. Is oberashi meramis. Rashi hints with the verte loshen achuza when he says that it is a language of achuza if in toichen from Yerusha on the idea of Yerusha. This is achuza is really an inheritance in the initial Torah in the wine of Torah that Rashi's language of achuza fits with the idea of an inheritance of Yerusha. This is for Bahalton in Pirush Rashi, the wine of Torah which is hidden in Rashi, the beer in them. What's the explanation? According to the inner meaning, the whole Aveda of Mitzrayim is to inherit the sparks of Kedusha. The Kavon of Golus Mitzrayim, the intent of the exile of Egypt, is given, was as Eden's own Mevarer sein, for the Eden to sort out to meet them and Zich and to take along with them the Nitzutsus Kedusha. Those holy sparks, the holy sparks was given in Mitzrayim, which find themselves in Egypt. This is the inner meaning that they uh, were uh, cleaned out the Egyptian. 
they natslut, they took advantage and they saved from the Egyptians, they took out from them, was the Chazal Zogun, the sparks that the Yidin took out from Mitzrayim. Sages of blessed memory say, They made it like a net that there's no dogon, there's nothing there, emptied out totally, or like a mitsula she'ein bodogim, without fish, meaning it's all gone. As the Eden that the Eden sorted out and they elevated the Nitzutza Kedusha from Eilam HaToyu, these parts of Kedusha from the world of Toyu for some Zagifun and Eretz Mitzrayim, which were found in Eretz Mitzrayim. The Eden cleaned them out totally, not slow as Mitzrayim. And Rashi hints this, meaning Al-Achuza, holding on and an inheritance. The Kavono and Tachlis from Vayeshev Yisrael Eretz Mitzrayim. The intent and the goal of the Yidden settling in Eretz Mitzrayim, Goldus Mitzrayim, the exams of Mitzrayim, is given was as Yidden's own Dorten that Jews should over there, Durch them, by settling there, Yoyrish Zain, the Nitzutsis von Eretz de Toyu. They should inherit the sparks of the lights of Toyu. Kedua Maimer Kvet Kedushas Merichome Admur. As the saying, uh, as the known saying of my father-in-law, the Rebbe, Asidra Yerusha Ba'umas Ha'ilom, that the way uh, the inheritance goes by the nation of the world is Al-Derech Diksiv, is similar to what it's written, Ubein Einloi, that if there is no child, I mean, there's nobody to inherit, so we give the inheritance to his brother. Meaning, when there is no son to Esau, to Yaakov's brother, so we give it to the Achav, we give it to the Yid. There is no inheritance basically for the Kalim, the Toyu, it is the Toyu. So who gets it? The Yid, the Yaakov gets it. Since Esau is Yaakov's brother, are the ones that inherit the lights of Toyu, and they get all the sparks, and that's why it's called an inheritance, Achuza. And now we understand the question that we asked in the beginning of the two types of Ochazubo, either a inheritance or Held on to them. A pikol anal test. Basically, is moving the kesher tzvishin, the tzvei pirushim, the tie, the connection between the two interpretation in vayeyochazubo. What it means. Loitun shat hakosuv. According to the simple meaning of the pasuk, is vayeyochazuv from loshun achuzah. Vayeyochazuv comes from the language. Of inheritance, because simply as the matters are externally, so at the time of the it did not yet begin the slavery. At that time, they settled it, they inherited it for Golos Mitzrayim. At that time, you can 
you still you realize you can see as Eretz Goshen is a by the Bnei Yisrael canal that the land of Goshen is an inheritance by the Bnei Yisrael. I said before. But according to the Medrash, which interprets the Drash and the inner of every matter, is language held on already as the land already at that time was holding on to them with some. And it grabbed them. Shabal korchoy ochas ochusba. The lost to lojin. They were against their will. They're holding on there. The bald as in toich since in the inner idea is this yashvus in that it's goyshin settling in the land of goyshin given ayinian for nirizel mitzrayim. That was a descent to Egypt. She merits mitzrayim because it is as Rashi says she merits mitzrayim unochmer. And furthermore, that allowed eventually Anisina Smokim to Shibut Mitzrayim Kipshuta. It allowed for later on to be the literal slavery of Egypt. As the Rebbe said earlier, that after the first Yerida to the spirit, the spiritual level, it came the physical, to the physical enslavement. So therefore, the descent to the land of Goshen given Behelem will be Pnimius. In a hidden and in an inner way, in an oifum for now, Eretz Hoyso Chesbem was also there. The land was holding them. Apiderecha Medrash even at that time was holding them. The Tefeses Hoysom it was grabbing them. Shabal Korcho Ochazba they were Ochazba Korcho they were grabbing hold of them. On deep nimis diker kavone on tam. And what is the inner reason? Why does the Golos have to hold on to them? Why does it have to be this idea? Hold on to them. That they always grab it. Why is that? Because that is the Kakabona. It's hinted in the Yenish Torah. What's in Pirush Rashi? They're Mekuvan from Zayr Muzun Zayn. Begolus Mitzrayim. What is the intent of the need to be in the exile of Mitzrayim? Kipirusha Medrash that it holds on is ungedited in Loshan Achuzo. That is pointed out in the line Achuzo because they need to inherit. For them to inherit all the good which finds itself in the sparks of Toyu. So, in order for them to inherit that, that fell in the fall, in the breakage of the vessels of Toyu in Mitzrayim, they fell into Egypt. So the, Egypt has to hold on to them so that they can inherit it. So then later on, they can go out with the great fortune.